Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to Six Feet Under. This is a little Mouse Guard mini-sode. A mouse-sized uh, episode, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, our two patrols have finished their first journeys out into the spring, uh, and next time we, we get full missions, they will be traveling in the summer of 1148. But there's plenty of time for other missions in between, so we're going to... Uh, work out what they got up to together. So, uh, let's start with uh, what we have called North Patrol. Yep. Francesca, last time we saw you, you were covering Saxon's uh, escape, blocking the window uh, as he uh, decided to, to take uh, missions into his own hands because he, he was getting a little stir-crazy after healing his injury. Yeah, it turns out that they're starting to ask for him now, and Kenzie's giving that look right now. It's like, eh, go find him. And the next day, Rand and Kenzie showed up. So All they right. need to go find him. So uh, it, it sounds like you gave yourself uh, your own self-directed mission to go get Saxon back. Yeah. Is, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or so- maybe maybe it's something like, they were asking around, and Francisco was the last one to see where he went. So uh-huh. we were escorting their group to meet up with Saxon. So what, uh, Francisco, what complication came up? What, what difficulties did you meet on, on this journey? Well, first of all, I was trying to figure out where did he go? <laughs> like, it's hard I... to track a mouse, especially a mouse guard mouse. Even if there's um, reckless as Saxon. All I saw was Saxon just kind of stealthily sneaking out. I covered the window. I was like, oh, he should be back soon anyway from whatever he wants to do. All right. So I'm going to roll a die and randomly choose who I'm going to ask this next question. Um, Is that a flipping a coin, you mean? Yep. Odds or evens on a die. It's the roll same a odds. Roll <laughs> So, Marks, yeah. how were you instrumental in finding Saxon? Um, that's a good question, because <laughs> Marks is mostly not a good tracker or hunter. Well, he's, no, he's actually a pretty good hunter, but not a great tracker. <laughs> um, maybe what he did was, knowing Saxon, he immediately fought the first thing he saw. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we found an injured animal near Lockhaven, and just followed the blood trail back that was dripping off his act, or sword. What what was the animal that you um, found slain? Saxon's pretty cool, so I'm thinking he killed something dangerous. Like, like a, like like a, a small snake by himself or something. There, there is a snake that uh, is patrolling between uh, Lockhaven he- and Elmos. <gasps> the the well, fabled snake? That snake that I suppose we should say it was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, he's defending the territories in his own way, which is uh, killing whatever is in front of him. So, by, by uh, this personal insight and following this trail, you, you reunited Saxon with his patrol. Uh, what mission did your patrol take next, Marks? Uh, well, that brought us down to Elmos around thereabouts, and uh, apparently they're having some trouble with their bureaucracy again, as they always do. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So I think we had to sort out some sort of political strangle, which Marx immediately got fed up with, but there's only so much you can do when you need a stamp mm-hmm. just to leave with what you came for. Marx throws out all the stamps in Elmas. <laughs> uh, Liberate the stamps. <laughs> Seize the means of stamp production. <laughs> Uh, so, so I think what we what we ended up doing is while we were in Elmos, um, I don't know what we needed, but we needed something, and the bureaucracy got in the way. The same thing that happened to South Patrol, basically. So yeah, that it should sound a little familiar. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, uh, Tander, you and your patrol are caught in a a red tape uh, uh, morass. You you are stuck, and how. Uh. How did you get out of it? What what did you do, Tander, to to uh, get get everybody oh, back a, on track? That's a dangerous question to ask because I have no patience for <laughs> long, boring meetings. To be fair, Mark's backed you up on this. <laughs> uh, 
I will encourage recklessness in this situation. My thinking is that Tander, using his boldness and his foolishness, just blurts out whatever he's thinking about the situation, and that somehow sparks the uh, realization of how to solve the problem. I think maybe we were getting, like, weapon supplies for somewhere. Mm -hmm. What do they even make in Elmos? I know they make the chemicals, so do they make other things here? They, uh... They harvest tubers. Okay. Uh, they- tubers? <laughs> yeah, Potatoes mushrooms. and the like. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> a weird way to put it. Okay. But uh, yeah. Uh, um, hmm. So probably should, not let's, actually. Let's no, check Elmos. Got potato supplies for Shaleboro. There we go. Potatoes. Potatoes yes. and potato accessories. Hey, Tander. So, yeah, what, yeah. what is it that you blurt out to, to uh, release these uh, potatoes that, that need to, f- uh, uh, to, to, to feed the stonemasons of Shaleboro? Oh, let's see. What's the, well, what's the problem again? What's the, what's the red tape thing? You probably need Re- stamps. There, there are... The, the high-level problem is that every there's a double bureaucracy. There's uh, the, the high families and the guilds, and so every position is double-filled. It's In my mind, Elmos is basically communist China. It's, it's that sort of double gridlock. Okay. Like, you can't do anything without permission from both, so that slows up everything because you need to right, see two right. people it, about every step of the process. Mm-hmm. In- instead of government positions and party positions, it's actual, like, guild people and family people. Right, so I'd probably say something like, why is there so many people involved? Why don't you just get one guy and all he does is stamp yes or no? <laughs> Are we trying to institute a mayor? I don't know. <laughs> it's not my thing. I'm just saying, this is all too complicated and everybody is mad for stupid reasons and we sh- why can't we just say, okay, do this, do this, can we do this, yes, no. Do we have enough? No. Get more. Done. <laughs> there, there are some hushed whispers uh, between people from the, the first and third families and then uh, a handsome uh, early middle-aged mouse with a shiny badge walks up uh, and uh, puts his arm around both of them, and you you get your stamp immediately. All right, mm-hmm. someone likes you, Tander. <laughs> someone important sounding. Oh, naturally. <laughs> uh, it's natural to like Tander. All right, so Tander, what now, now that you have gotten your stuff and, and you've delivered it, what is another mission that your patrol uh, uh, took care of in the spring? Probably in Shaleborough with the stonemasons. Probably something way per- more perhaps. interesting. Yeah, than it could be somewhere else. Way more interesting than some logistics meeting. I want to say, well, how about bandits on the road? Ah, bandits on the road. Here. <laughs> Hey, Francisca, so- how do we solve bandits on the road to Shaleboro? Uh, usually you throw them. You throw the you bandits. S- you throw them? Yeah. <laughs> Where? Like, are you talking about like a suplex? What do you mean throw the bandits? Absolutely suplex. <laughs> You're trying to rob mice. Got up to a lot of punishment. Usually it's like a hand. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's hunt down these bandits. Oh, All we're right, actually so- hunting them. I thought we were being ambushed, which is why I suggested that. Oh, well, I mean, both. we could have been ambushed, failed to protect our potato, and then have to hunt them down after <laughs> our potato. I mean, how, how do you think a shipment of potato works? It's one potato. <laughs> it's one potato on a cart. <laughs> That's enough to feed a family for a year, or at least like um, a season. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we were delivering a potato to Shale Town whatever it's called, and bandits leapt from the bushes, demanding our potato, and we said, no. Are they like mouse bandits or weasel bandits? How dangerous are these? I don't know. My, probably, probably mouse to... Oh, they're weasels. Oh, dear. We, oh. Well, well, weasels weasels always this part of the bad. territory are bad news. We gotta, we gotta kill them. Alright, two arms! So I think we have our so- second deadly fight 
<laughs> yeah. over here. Uh, uh, Francisca, did did you leave them? Uh, did Francisca wound, kill everyone again? and unwilling to uh, contest the potato, or did did you leave uh, dead bandits in your wake? Well, I wouldn't say that. Well, try to avoid killing because it, it's a pair of them. It's it's a double act. I mean, two weasels are bad news. Well, one thing's that I don't like... You're not the the pacifist mouse. (laughs) You're not Sable. (laughs) I am absolutely going to bring the axe out for this, but it's just a matter of, do we want to kill him or not? Marx is fine with it. Oh, okay. We'll kill him. (laughs) (laughs) That's the end of our our moral dilemma. All right. Weasels eat mice. Marx has no sympathy for them. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're definitely killing them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they would right. do the same given the chance. And they almost had the chance. Yeah, we, so, we do battle. So with that, uh, we see that uh, the, the days are getting almost as long as they're going to get. Uh, the, the trees were budding and now are fully leaved and summer has arrived to the territories. So that's what North Patrol got up to in the rest of the spring months. How about the South Patrol? Uh, do we have any volunteers to go first, or will I just start calling people out? Or calling on people, I think, is the more polite <laughs> no, way to say that. No, call me out, ironically. It sounds like <laughs> great. Like, we're do my long strategy of seeing someone else do it first so I make sure I don't mess up. Someone else, please go I mean, first. Uh, yeah, t- two of you are old hands at 13th age. We montaged all the time, so nothing. Uh, I've never played a game in my life. No? <laughs> Not even? Okay. No. <laughs> Alright. Arden. Yes. Uh, or, I should say, Sable. Yes. Also, uh, yes. We-, we just talked about the first few weeks of spring, but spring is, you know two, three months-ish. What else, uh, what is the next mission your patrol undertook? Hmm. Um, I think I want Sable to have a a reason to, to go visit her friend Triss, um, who lives in Shorestone. Shorestone. Yes, okay, that's the one. Shorestone. Um, so I feel like something that sends her there could be good. Um, oh, right. wasn't that wasn't that going to be tied into the um you know the the next uh, next thing that we were? There's a lot with? of business in Shorestone. Yeah, or am I getting mixed up? I mean, yeah, you're work? you're right, but that is uh, stuff that the listener doesn't know yet. Oh, well, I'm, I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be <laughs> specific here. Just just trying to you know. No. Um, actually, you wait, your book, no, no. I'm gonna have her go back to to her house to Shaleborough, something that takes her back home to visit her parents because oh, I'm still okay. very proud of her her parents' names which have not come up yet I think they're about to so <laughs> what uh, business do you have in uh, Shaleborough? um let's say that it's, could uh, be a mail delivery run could be uh, any sort of assistance requested could be uh, also, uh, yeah, let, maybe let's someone say needs that, to be rescued. Let's say that she's um, like picking up supplies from Shaleborough for for Lockhaven and like escorting them back. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, what is something that uh, complicates this mission? What what gets in the way of you? That this routine thing being quite as routine as it was meant to be. Hmm. For some reason, my my first instinct was to just be like, the fact that her parents found out that she's in town is is a complication <laughs> because they're immediately like, you can't just leave. You just got here. You have to stay. We missed you so much. <laughs> this concerned parent voice is my favorite. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, let's let's make that a quick scene because that's fun. Okay. And uh. 
Okay. Uh, at some point in the scene, uh, Zeke, I'm going to ask you how you were instrumental in uh, completing this mission. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. So uh, what, what were your parents' names again, Sable? Um, her father's name is Stout, and her mom's name is Poppy. Oh, and that's pretty what good. They, what do they do? Where where are they found? They are brewers, which is brewers. Why they have those names? Um, <laughs> yeah, they like Shell. Uh, Shellborough is a big like town for like brewery and stuff. So that's what that's what the family trade is. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're also very plump, like Sable, and kind of older, getting on in years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Stout, Stout and Poppy. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes, uh, Stout has uh, his uh, lenses are a lot thicker than they were uh, when you joined the guard, and uh, Poppy's uh, hat is is brand new. She she got it uh, just earlier in the spring, uh, and they open uh their doors to you of course you're you're all fed and rested uh and you know it's time to go but they won't be hearing it what's what's another day what's another two days there's so many stories you have you have a, a a little one now you have a charge that's something we never thought we'd see the day oh stop it what i didn't start anything what your mom's worried about you <laughs> just let her ask some questions God, parents. So, it it'll keep. That's that's the whole point of like non-perishable no, supplies. No, There's no rush. Dad, Dad, I really, it's it's for the guard. It's it's. I really do have to get back. They need these supplies for missions. It's for the guards. What are you even guarding these days? Come on, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> When's the last time we played checkers? Uh, not since I was like a, a very small child. But, yeah, but, and we uh, should change that. But okay, okay, I'll play one. I'll play one round, and then we really do have to go. Okay, I will take you up on that tomorrow. Uh, uh, God. <laughs> Ze- Zeke, how are you uh, able to uh, get this mission completed on time? He always gets me. <laughs> um. Uh, well, I, I think that Zeke is going to get us out of here by being a total downer, and um, <laughs> when when Stout is talking like, oh, you know, what what does the mouse guard even do anymore? Zeke interjects in a very monotone voice to be like, excuse me, sir, but did you know that owls actually have three different kinds of eyelids? One for blinking and one for cleaning the eye? The mouse guard, <laughs> the word the mouse guard is doing is very important and we really need to get back on our work our work to get done. We can't stay here for this long or we're putting the entire uh, the entire village in danger. And he's very ominous while he's saying this. Maybe he's got some sort of flashlight under his face or something like that. <laughs> Sable's just nodding like, yeah dad. <laughs> as, as soon as you say owls, like they aren't even listening to the bit about eyelids. Like their their faces droop, their whiskers are pointing almost straight to the ground. <laughs> and uh, um, Poppy just like sort of smooths out her, her fur in a gesture of collecting oneself and says, I definitely understand that um, you, your, your work is important and that is exactly why we don't see you all the time and um, so, so please uh, c- continue on. Uh, we, we will definitely be writing. Okay, I'll try to come visit more, I promise. I like the fact that they were so scared by the name, just the name drop of Alice, I didn't even realize that what, uh, what Zeke was talking about had absolutely nothing to do with how they could eat mice at all, <laughs> or be in any way, any way a friend. <laughs> Everything about owls is a way that they yeah. can eat mice. Just yeah, ask They can keep us. their eyes, eyes open longer that way. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Zeke, uh, you've got your uh, supply shipment. That the, the um, donation from uh, Shellborough to Lockhaven, uh, as agreed upon by treaty. What is the next mission your patrol undertook? Hmm. Well, if I want to pick something that that Zeke is good at, um, 
I would say maybe some kind of mapping related mission. Okay. Uh, yeah, let's see. Where needs mapping? Map, map, mapping. Uh, I should open up the map. Oh, it might be neat if we had an occasion to go to the refugee relocation. That or that that place with the new the new city, the place oh, where um, yeah, oh, Kristoff said he was going to be going. Eventually, yes. Eventually, yeah. Okay, so you see. So I think uh, it would be important for Zeke to see it, you know, to be like, oh, like these are where people from Brown Hollow are going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yep, you, you make your way to uh, Wild Seed. It's not a far journey from Lockhaven at all. Uh, if this were a visual medium, the, the listeners of uh, North Patrol would see that it is uh, grown up even more than we last saw it. There, there are now several buildings in, in different uh, levels of completion. Uh, it, it looks like it could sleep... Uh, a, a small population, but if they finished the buildings currently uh, under construction, then it could be a moderately sized town. They're just not done yet. Uh, it, it's sort of like the outline of a town. You know, there there are foundations laid for many things, but not a lot of it has gone vertical yet. Uh, what there are, though, are folks just like yourselves. There's there's I don't know about tourists, but you know the, the curious. Uh, and uh, Trey's folk wondering if maybe this is a place where they can spread, uh, get, get a little elbow room that they may not have in their, their home settlement. And uh, what is... And yes, there are a few um, uh, cartographers there trying to, to have maps that are better than this new Kiara map that is blazing up the cartography charts <laughs> just because she was first. How did... First doesn't mean best, you know. Uh, so what what is a uh, complication that, that meets you on this journey? Um, well, probably um, if there's already a bunch of cartographers working on it, um, then uh, I would guess that... Then, then, so like we show up and it's like, okay, well, I guess we can just draw a map and then be done. And then there's like all these other people that are like, oh, we have the best map, we have the best map. And so now we have to choose... Which which map to bring back to Lockhaven? <laughs> to like for All our report right. on what we what we accomplished. All right, so Lily, uh, mm-hmm. what do you do to? Do, how how are you instrumental in solving this problem? Do do you just recognize which one is best? Do you have a method for picking them or? Um, or so what? so Lily, uh, <clears throat> she. You know, and, and and she gets very heated because she wants to defend uh, defend Zeke's map. You know, and that's because that's clearly it's clearly the best one. It has the most detail and everything. And I mean, we just we we just came back from there. Anyway, uh, she she accidentally knocks over a uh, a cup of of juice, a cup of uh, what she thinks is wine. You know, and mm-hmm. you know it spills it spills on uh, on the map that. Um, that was in direct competition, and oh, man, it's not a usable map anymore. Damn, Lily, that's stone cold. <laughs> it was an accident. In fact, you know what? I think that it was. That guy probably spent months on it. it yes. Thinking about it, thinking about it, maybe it wasn't her who knocked it over, but it was her juice that she had there. And then the guy who made his own map, he got so heated that he pounded the table, and he's like, "No, it's this map," and it just knocked the cup right over onto his. <laughs> own map and then uh and then also you know there were there were concerns that he had like he had like traced and like made some false claims for map you know it wasn't accurate it didn't line up so it's good that yeah it's, it's honestly it's just it's a good karmic thing that his map didn't get accepted <laughs> like i'm yeah. gonna run this guy for the mud to make it okay to yeah. ruin his work <laughs> exactly this is brutal <laughs> <laughs> and like all this negotiation is happening you know we're all sitting there and like definitely Zeke is like nervous like too nervous to, to deal with this negotiation and then this happens and everyone's just silent staring <laughs> at the table for like five seconds <laughs> well I guess some problems I, fix themselves yeah uh, I am officially saying though that Lily did not knock it over but she did have the drink and she set it down and she she like 
was saying something and asked a question, and the guy's like, "No!" and he's the he slams the table and just knocks right over. It's like, oh man, buddy, bummer for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, so uh, Zeke's work is uh, the superior in several ways, and uh, not only that, but the only usable one. Try <laughs> <laughs> it. The all most right. dry of all of them. We just book it out of there. We just quickly fold yeah. up all our papers and just run out. out. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> all right, uh, Lily, we're getting further and further into uh, the spring. What is the next mission uh, you you undertake? Um, we were in. We, we were last we're... left off about a day's journey out of Blackhaven. Okay. So uh, let's see. I think that, uh, I think that <clears throat> we had a, uh, a, a, a mail delivery to make to, um, oh man, it looked quite nice, but I don't know what this one's called. It's like very cursive and I can read it. What's the, uh, it's like, is it Maple Harbor? Is that a place? Sure. Like yeah, Maple, Maple Harbor. Harbor. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. The P looks like a fucking T. It's very, it's very <laughs> small cursive. Anyway, Maple Harbor. We went to Maple Harbor. We had a we had a mail to deliver, and since you know that was kind of we went from from Wild Seed, it wasn't too uh, too far. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't it was far, but it wasn't uh, it was kind of a, a route. We had to go back to Lockhaven. Yeah, that's yeah. what is what I mean. We can kind of swing around and loop back to Lockhaven. Anyway, so we had a we had a, a mail delivery to make to, to Maple Harbor, and um, so the 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 thing about the mail is that it was actually. Um, uh, it was it was supposed to be it, it was told to us that it was a it was a very important you know letter and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um it was actually uh just like a like a it ended up being kind of more of like a personal favor kind of thing um, was it a love letter it actually was a a, a family it, it was a it was a, a birthday letter but it was a it was a very like lovey family kind of thing and it was more of a personal favor but we were told that it was a very you know important letter that we had to fulfill mm-hmm. so yeah we delivered a letter to, to maple harbor and it was uh not quite as important as we were told but <laughs> uh what got in your way what prevented you from uh completing oh, well, this goal uh, as in, as easily as one might think on the way to uh on the way to maple harbor um do we still have a wagon are we traveling by what yeah we we just still we do have, right i mean if, if you decided to keep bringing it, then you still have it. All right. Well, I think that... Um, <clears throat> so on the way to Maple Harbor, uh, we, we took a camp, and when, uh, and when we when we woke up, the um, the the wagon had been, had been, like, damaged and was kind of unusable. At least the wheels were. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was some kind of, you know, some... So obviously some trace... Because we left it in good condition. There was some kind of trace of... Uh, of some deliberate damage being occurred to it, or being inflicted upon it, rather. Mm-hmm. Whether some bandits, uh, you know, damaged it in the night and took something, something uh, of that sort. But our wagon's damaged now. Bum bum bum. All right. So, uh, Isolde, what did you do to uh, overcome this this sabotage that met you on the road? The problem is the wagon is sabotaged, right? That is, it's broken. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, what is wrong with it? First oh, step well, to fixing the, any problem is to diagnose the issue. The the wheels got all busted up, and oh. uh, yeah, that's that's, mo- that's most of it really. The wheels got all busted up. To one of them's missing. Um, well, we I, don't really uh, have uh, wheels for it at the moment. We'd have to make more. I mean, I you know, I don't think it's. I, I think it'd be better if we just if we didn't get in a confrontation. So maybe we should just buy new wheels. I mean, wheels are pretty easy to get. You can buy them basically anywhere. They're they're not hard to find. You know, mm-hmm. we're kind of in between towns right now, though. Oh, I, I guess that's true. It would kind of be hard to just. Oh, oh, I guess we have a lot to look for clues then. Um, uh, are, are, are there any clues around of, of what have who sabotaged you, the wagon? Honestly, oh. you you say so, yeah. I suppose yeah, I should look. Um, I suppose it's all just going to look for clues to who who did this nefarious deed, if anyone. I, you, you tell me it's yeah. your turn so oh, this is like I guess yeah, this is I, I, yeah. this is one of those oh this is like one of those where there's no oh oh it's a mod uh, <laughs> you can't lose I uh, but who 
Um. I'm so bad at montages. What if it was a weasel? Uh, what if I was swear a weasel? to God. It... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. This this seems really far east. I'm struggling weasel. to come up with conceivable antagonists for this that aren't weasels out in the wilderness. Uh, but. Um, some mice hey. are jerks, right? Some mice yeah, are jerks. There's, there's yeah, mice bandits absolutely. in the world. Uh, so I bet after... it was I bet it was Spicket the Greater. Oh, uh, Spicket. <laughs> um. Uh, after uh, after searching for uh, for uh, so some tracks for who might have come to the wagon, uh, we eventually do uh, we eventually manage to track down a uh, a, a merchant ma- mouse who is moving uh, moving between cities as we are. And find that he has uh, taken our wheels. And after we and we demand an explanation from him, uh, he explains that he uh, he uh, felt it necessary to uh, um, that in fact he uh, he as well also uh, also was like uh, also and he's very embarrassed when he tells us this. He was also <laughs> sending a letter in the mail, uh, a love letter, a confession, uh, same as earlier. Uh, but uh, but on but en route he. Uh, he was suddenly struck by terrible regret and fear of what would happen when it arrived, and he saw no other option than to sabotage our, ca- our, our wagon to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, very red in the face as he says this. It's, uh, it just I would out. hope. That's so embarrassing, dude. Oh my god. You could have just asked us not to deliver it. He he he, he stutters out that he couldn't. He, he he just he couldn't admit to something like this, you know, under normal <laughs> circumstances. Oh man, it's rough. All right, so uh, you have uh, your culprit in hand. Uh, how, yeah, do we get our wheels back? From we'll him? Him yeah, we'll slap on the wrist this time, you know. Just, okay. Yeah, and then we and then we take our wheels back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, so you've got your wheels back. You've got the rest of the delivery, uh, the, the rest of your your mail sack, all the way to Maple Harbor. Uh, you can smell that uh, breeze off the sea, uh, and, and the uh, ground is covered in those those seeds. Uh, and and also just sticky maple syrup everywhere. Gross. You you, you all get the sticky maple for sure. Oh. Uh, Come on, phrasing. Uh, and so, so uh, Isold, what is the next mission your your crew undertakes? Uh, well, what have we had so far? Like, what, what missions have we have we seen all together? Uh, you was... have uh, taken a supply shipment back to Lockhaven. You've mapped a place. You've delivered mail. All right. Let's say that for our final mission, we are going to Copperwood to deliver supplies back to Lockhaven, uh, because that is a big industrial city, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All right. Uh, and we, that is just along the road to the uh, the east of where we are right now, from looking at this map, uh, past Route mm-hmm. Wallow. Alright, uh, so uh, what uh, gets in your way? What what uh, challenge besets you? What challenge besets us? Um, hmm. It feels a bit try just to have like a wild animal attack us, but then, you know, that hasn't that hasn't happened for a while, so let's, yeah. let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, it- what kind of creature can attack us? How about a badger? No, is that too big? Badgers would probably kill us. Uh, well, it's a good thing you're heroes. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's go. Let's go with a badger. So Sable, oh, how are you instrumental in saving your your, your team? Oh, uh, this... and this this the success of the mission from this badger. This is an unfortunate one for Sable to get because of her uh, her belief, which is that there's always a peaceful solution. Um, but it's a huge badger, and it doesn't really want to talk to me. Um, Could be a small badger. We don't know. We don't. We don't. We haven't ever specified the badger size. That's true. <laughs> Maybe it's... either way. The key thing is, I don't think it wants. It wants to talk to me. Um, hmm. Hmm. How about Sable um, playing to her instinct, which is to always put herself between her patrol mates in danger. She um, somehow distracts it and is able to like lead it away from. The rest of the group and their supplies, uh, mm-hmm. while they like, just so that the badger doesn't like start going towards um, like Lockhaven or one of the bigger cities. She like lures it away into the wilderness and then um, makes her escape later. Nice, nice. Yeah. So uh, we, we've got uh, Sable just turning herself into bait in order to to keep everyone. Uh, 
Footloose and Badger free. Mom is so brave. <laughs> yeah, we were, all, we were all really scared about you while you were... Because it's got to be like a day, right? Or like half a day where you were just like, is Sable going to come back? Oh, I was reasonably confident that you died. Mm. <laughs> well, Lily was thanks. like, she would never. Thanks for the Sorry, I shouldn't never. have said that out loud. That wasn't socially appropriate. <laughs> I knew you'd be okay. <laughs> Yeah, without I, Sable, nobody has any sort of, like, uh, sense of what's socially appropriate. I know! <laughs> Sable's like, I could not leave you, all of you alone. <laughs> what would you do without me? <laughs> I would get in way too much oh trouble. God. Maybe we all got together and, like, tried to cook you something <laughs> while you were gone. Oh, That's cute. Okay, yeah, what, what's the welcome back surprise party meal? What, what do you do? Uh, Lily should take the lead because I think she's the only one that has cooking. <clears throat> uh, well, I, I have baking, and uh, baking. Um, but yeah, I, I uh, man, what's a what's a good what's what's Sable's favorite? Ooh, um, you, you know obviously that... Lily, but okay, Lily would probably know that her favorite, <laughs> yeah. Um, her favorite like sort of sweet like treat thing is like these like lemon cakes. She loves like lemon flavored things. That's gonna be hard to get in the wilderness. Right. Well, look, mom's got expensive tastes. Okay, <laughs> it's not my fault. <laughs> well, luckily we've oh, been, man. We've been trying to be realistic. We, luckily, we don't have to roll anything, so we can just say that we were saving some special some lemons. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Lily, yeah, we, Lily we was had... saving them. He he! Yeah, definitely. Lily was <laughs> saving some lemons because you know she wanted. To, she always she was looking for a good way to, to surprise her her cool mom. So yeah, they uh they all got together and baked some baked some little lemon cakes, and they had them together and they they had uh like a, a it wasn't a birthday or anything, but they had a candle in the lemon cake because they wanted to celebrate and it's like a cool. <laughs> but it was yeah so. They, uh, it's a candle they, for, they for made it. being able to celebrate my next birthday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so they, they were all just very, you know, having a good time, eating some lemon cakes, and and it was it was a, it was a fun time. Oh. And and surprisingly, uh, Lily did not botch it because she had help. Yay! I mean, she really is good at baking. Sometimes it's just she gets headstrong, and you know, <laughs> she 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 tries to do too much of it at once. And that can be kind of her downfalls when she tries to take all of it on. But she had help, so it's kind of like she actually like knew what she was doing because she could kind of like, you know, give give different people jobs in in helping her prepare. Yeah. And she wasn't overwhelmed, and that's how that's how she makes good food. So we have this this lovely rendezvous scene. Uh, I, I assume in Lockhaven, as the the spring has ended, Probably, yeah. days are nearly as long as they're going to be. Uh, uh, and the spring has turned to summer. Do we have any other uh, scenes you wanted to do before we, we reconvene with uh, our first summer missions? Oh, I can't um, think of anything off the top of my head, except for if... Um, well, no, I feel like the stuff with Zeke could come up like during the missions. So okay. Yeah, I was thinking during but, summer. Uh, is when we really yeah. start poking around for, for like, okay. deeper characters. I was going to mention that when we passed her Cobblewood that, uh, Isol visited her friend, because she has a friend who, who lives there, but I did not actually have a name for them yet, I'm realizing, so maybe it's better that we just leave that abstract for the time being. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just shocked that, like, you, like, Isol you have someone that you want to visit. Like, yeah. It's like, what, you want to talk to someone? Mm. All right. Don't be mean to Isol, you know, she's not... <laughs> She 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 tries. Her, it came, she that tries came to... out like really like mean of me, but I didn't mean for it to be and, that way. She tries it to get like... along with people. She tries to you know. She tries to make no. Friends. She's doing her best. I believe in her. her. As soon as this old is like, oh, I have a friend that I want to see. Everyone else is like, oh, that's <gasps> great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like, really, it comes I'm off so like we'll do that. It comes off like extremely condescending, even though everyone's like genuinely just really happy for her. She just looks like completely devastated when they're doing it. Just sort of faces the ground, her eyes wide. <laughs> oh, poor baby. It'll be okay. 
so yeah, with that then, uh, that's what happened to everybody uh, over the rest of the spring. And uh, we will see you all in summer. Good night, folks. Good night. Bye -bye. Meanwhile, in the west and north of the territories, just inside the freshly laid scent barrier, lies the Great Weasel Hall of Dark Heather, an ancient structure emerging out of the ground like a submarine breaching that leads down into the winding network of tunnels. This is the home of Ram Paul, overlord of the weasels, and we find them taking tribute for the year from their tunnel lords. Yes, yes, just as every common miller has his payday, so too must I. For providing the many services and benefits to my people in this glorious and thriving kingdom that I have built by wresting it from the hands of my predecessor. So, who's first? First is a older tunnel lord, someone that you had to, uh, muscle out of the, the line of succession, someone who had an eye on uh, achieving your throne, but no real uh, plan to do so. Uh, George, uh, he bows low, deep to the ground, and offers a cask of honey that took uh, uh, four of his charges just to carry here, never mind how many it took to uh, uh, collect it. Excellent. Georges, you are always a reliable one. And rest assured that the sweet fruits of your labor will be thoroughly enjoyed by myself and my court. You may go. Uh, he sneers in, in a way that you probably don't see, but you're a clever one. <laughs> uh, and, and walks backwards back to his place at the banquet table. Yes, I've thoroughly taught everybody their places. <laughs> what is Rampal wearing? Oh, that's a good question. For ceremonial feasts that are mostly for celebrating themselves, it's probably a lot of flowing fabrics that make it difficult to distinguish them from the cushion that they're seated upon. Mm-hmm. Uh, the air in the ceremonial hall is probably pretty heavy with all sorts of burning incense and flowers and all sorts of things. A little bit of a sweat lodge going on, you know, just like a hint of yeah. that, you know? Are there special decorations for uh, the occasion? And really, what what is it look like inside regardless yeah as you may know the halls of dark heather are decorated with the pelts of our fallen opponents so of mm -hmm. course the throne room must be decorated with the finest pelts of all uh those of the previous warlords and overlords pretty metal huh <laughs> that that would include uh your grandfather i believe yes that would my dear dear grandfather who was dis who was murdered callously at a banquet and I, rather than being killed as so many young fosterlings of overlords before me had been, was taken in, seemingly as a, gener a, a gesture of generosity by this new overlord, but soon became clear that I was nothing more than a symbol of conquest, lowered to nothing more than the servile rank of a common ferret. But I prevailed. I united the servile classes, and I rose up against Brutus. And I am the Overlord. And then I probably, like, pat the biggest pelt that's right behind me. Yeah, if you couldn't tell, this was all in character uh, so somewhere in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> transition. This, this might still be in character. Who knows, really? Like, these might be some real heavy incenses, man. Who knows? Anyway, I feel like Brutus, the previous... Overlord's whole deal was basically just being the biggest and the strongest, and it just took them pretty far mm -hmm. until it didn't. So who's next? Next, a uh, cunning younger Tunnel Lord. Uh, this is the first time you've seen her, uh, at least in this position. You, you may have met a time before, but this, this is her first spring as a Tunnel Lord. Uh, Vanette, who approaches with two more pelts for your wall. A, a pair of fox skins, my overlord. They were a mated couple from beyond the scent barrier, and now they are a matched pair in death for your home. 
My, quite lovely. Um, I will forgive this since this is your first year, but next year I would expect something a fair bit grander. You may go. And I'll have the fox pelts put in, like, I don't know, the bathroom or something. <laughs> next comes a uh, tunnel lord from uh, farther to the south of the Dark Heather Tunnel Network, Fulbert. He has uh, some freshly healing scars, not yet healed entirely, uh, across his face and chest. And uh, you were a little surprised that he arrived. Word was he would not recover from these wounds. What a pleasure. He approaches bowing as uh, as well as he can with his limp and uh, lays at your feet the heads of three mice, each wrapped in a guard cloak. Oh my, what a blessing. Let's see, which one Which one to unwrap first? I think I'll unwrap the one on the right. Uh, you, you see the uh, decapitated head of a member of the mouse guard. Uh, it's been some time. There, there's clearly been some treatment, but uh, it, it is a gruesome... Uh, uh, face to behold. Hmm. I have to say, Fulbert, the quality of these trophies is a bit off, but perhaps if you know an interesting story about how they were delivered here. Slain by my own hand, overlord. Hmm. Well, we can't all be entertainers. You may go. In, in the winter, these fell into my tunnels, uh, <sighs> or so they said. My I could dear. not... I, I did could not say suffer that you could go. He had a whole speech prepared, but he knows his place and goes to return it. Doesn't know it quite well enough. Yeah. <laughs> Georges is trying to make eye contact once they sit. Oh, yeah, I'll make eye contact with them. What do I care? I'm the overlord. <laughs> yeah, let's go for an intimidation eye staring play. Great. Just like nestle my chin between my paws and just stare back I'm, at them. I mean, uh, George with Fulbert. Oh, okay, they're doing it. Well, then I'll just do it. Do it to both of them. Whatever. All right. Anyway, your overlord grows tired of this and would like to require like to retire to the personal gambling dens. So let's have the remainders go all at once. Chop chop, please. Okay, you uh, receive a uh, great blanket that is woven out of uh, the first flowers of the spring. I mean, it, it's not the uh, greatest flower blanket you've gotten, but those <laughs> blooms don't happen for a few months. So, oh, what well are you going to do? Who was this? This is interesting. Uh, this came from Hercule, one of your uh, inner circle. Hmm. I did well in selecting Hercule for the inner circle then, because this is exactly the quality of things that I like to see. Something removed from its proper temporal place in the world. There's a beauty in that, and watching it die. So what's next? There's a basket of grapes that mm. is handed to you by... Uh, I probably pop one in my mouth before they have a chance to explain. By Lena. A as she explains, you uh, the, the truth of her words come uh, side by side with them. She tells the story of a patch of soil in the forest that if one buries a seed, will sprout a vine bearing fruit overnight. If you eat the fruit of this vine, uh, as the f uh, uh, clutch in this basket shows, it will give you visions. Hmm... Excellent. As you, Ironicus, the GM may know, uh, Rampal is rather superstitious and thus super into this sort of thing. So, I think for this first basket, I'm going to just take a handful to have now and have the rest made into wine to be enjoyed later. A wise decision, my overlord. Oh, thank you, of course, of course. You've done well, you may return to your seat and enjoy the feast. Beatriz comes up with a, uh, a huge sack of iron just waiting to be shaped uh, as any tool or decoration you may wish. Interesting. It's a simple gift, but it's certainly a rare one. Interesting. Well, we shall just have to send this to my best artisans and, well, the quality of my appreciation to you will depend on the quality of their work, so 
I guess we'll just have to see how this all shakes out, huh, Bia? She says, very well, my overlord. And returns to uh, the banquet. So the the gift giving is over. What other sort of festivities are part of this uh, annual ceremony? It's mostly gluttony and gambling, to be totally honest with you. Like, once enough food is consumed that the tables can be reasonably cleared to only contain, or excuse me, hold, like, side dishes and desserts and snacks. Mm -hmm. Probably, rather than having to go to another room to gamble, they just bring in, like, mobile roulette tables and whatever. And they probably bring in, like, a whole crate of crickets to play the Overlord's favorite game, Cricket which is where you take turns pulling limbs off crickets and the one who kills the cricket loses. I'm very good at it. It's good that you don't want to kill the cricket, I guess. That's good. Yes, definitely. It's definitely better to be alive no matter what, right? That's what I tell all my prisoners. It's it's a lot harder to cheat that way, right? Like, if it was the other way around, you'd just sort of kill the cricket immediately. Yeah. It's a, bo- it's a boring game that way. That's right. Voice in my head. <laughs> I'm not satisfied with the quality of these visions thus far, I have to say. Maybe they'll be better fermented. So, as the night goes on and the revelries continue, uh, sun sets and sun rises. However, the sun never sets on the decadence of Ram Paul and the greed of Dark Heather. Damn. 